The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you may hear do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, this is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. Welcome to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. We're here for you and we're ready to go. Let's do it. Good morning, Las Vegas. How are you feeling today? Good morning, Las Vegas. How are you? This is Leah Crawford. And this is Rhonda Nolan. And welcome to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. And it is so sunny and bright outside. Wow, I feel the energy, don't you? You feel the energy, yes. Yeah, so what did you do this morning? Well, I woke up, had a cup of coffee, and came here. Ooh, so you, oh, oh, you, oh, you hype. I'm hype. You hype, you hype. All right, so uh, what are we talking about today? Well, first, we have to say uh, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. This is Martin Luther King Jr. Day weekend. There are lots of things going on in the city. There is a dinner happening tomorrow night. There is a parade happening on Monday. So thank you, Dr. King, for all your contributions to the world. And today is January 15th, right? Today is January 15th. So I want to say to the lovely ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, Happy Founders Day. Happy Founders Day, Sororas. But more importantly, to all the January babies, because, Rhonda, your birthday's in January. But I want to tell you, five of the D9 organizations were founded in January. You got January 5th for the Gentlemen of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. You have, um, I'm stuttering, I'm, I'm stuck. January 9th for the Gentlemen of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. January 13th for the lovely ladies of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and January 16th for the ladies of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. So a lot of January babies. My birthday, January 25th. And January 25th. And I think you share that birthday with some other people, right? I do. I share it with a couple other people, but I am now taking appointments for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and coffee. So if you'd like to celebrate my birthday with me, just give me a jingle. (laughs) Give me a jingle, 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 because Rhonda is celebrating. And let me tell y'all this. When Rhonda celebrates a birthday... Oh, my God. It is a full-on production. You know, we have photographers and just all these other things. We're taking pictures and just doing all types of things, eating, dancing. It's a birthday party. Eating great food. Eating great food. A fabulous cake from my Getting favorite bakery. Getting out the restaurant, basically. Yeah. We we normally get escorted out there. Like, you know, we know you know we close. Right. We you are usually closing. the last ones to leave because we we're having such a good time. And we do have a good time <laughs> on birthday. Birthdays, we do. We do. We do. We had a good time last year on your birthday, oh, as I recall. Oh, because we, we did my 50 do-over. We did. We did my your 50, 50 do-over. Over. My 50 do-over. I was 51. Everybody <laughs> thought I was 50 again. Well, I'm telling my age. <laughs> but it was a 50 do-over, and it was absolutely amazing. We were in Circa in the steakhouse. I think it's Barry's Steakhouse. Yep, Barry's Prime Steakhouse. Barry's Prime Steakhouse, and we had a fab. It was during COVID. No one left with COVID. No one left. With- nobody nobody left, left with COVID. Nobody. How about that? Nobody and left with COVID. None of us COVID. were vaccinated at that time. No, a lot of a lot, a lot of people. Some people were vaccinated. Oh, we had people that came in from out of town. They were vaccinated. Oh, okay. But some people were vaccinated. Um, it was in March. But I, didn't, I don't know if I had my vaccination yet. I don't know if you. I don't think you were done. I think you might have. St- I might have started, started, but I would But finished. you weren't finished it. Mm-hmm. 
we had a fabulous time. Nobody left with COVID and we danced and we partied and we danced and we partied. Yeah, <laughs> we had a good time. We had a good time. So I'm, I'm so looking forward to where we're going for your birthday. Mm, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. But it is January it and is. it is time to handle business. It is a new year. Happy New Year. It is 2022. That's right. 2022. And if you still write checks, you have to remember that. 2022. <laughs> and I have to say it every day. 2022. 2022. Just so that I make sure that I put 2022 on the checks. A lot of things going on. Um, Idol is over with, correct? Yes, yep. Okay, so the last applications were due December 31st. Uh, Idol is over with. They are still processing the application. Okay. So if you put in an application during the month of December, they are processing it. And if you put in a reconsideration, they're also still processing those. Still processing those. Yeah. And people are still getting funding. Even the advanced funding, people are still getting the, um, yeah. the advanced funds and this um, the supplemental advanced funds. Those are still available if you process during that time. Correct. Look for your emails because they're asking you for additional information for that $10,000 advance, which is a grant, mm -hmm. and the $5,000 supplemental. The other thing is it's time for forms to be filed. January is a huge month for forms. So... Quarterly forms, as always, you have to do your 941s for employers that have um, small business employers that have employees. You know, your 941s are due, your modified business tax and your Nevada unemployment tax. Those are your quarterly forms that are due for the fourth quarter. Also, your annual returns are due. So you need to do your W-2s. You need to do your 940. You also need to do um, your 1099s. So whether you have non-employee compensation or 1099 miscellaneous, all those are due by January 31st. Very important to know because you want to get the forms out on time so that people can file their taxes. So your employees can file their taxes. So, there, so as you know, you have to have uh, the W-2s and 1099s to your employees by January 31st. By January 31st. It's very important for you to have them to them by January 31st. And then just best practices. Once you file them and give them theirs, file your W-3 transmittal, send it, send it out. File your 1096. That's a transmittal to send out your 1099s. Get everything filed in a timely manner. So that way this is done. And now we're on to handling other business. These are the things that you need to do to work on your business and not in your business. That's right. So you want to make sure that these forms are filed. Also, you know, you need to start to get your documents together because mm -hmm. the first filing date is March 15th if you have a year in for your um, partnerships, 1120S's, sub, subchapter S corporations, and your corporation. So unless you know you're filing an extension, you probably want to get your documents together, start reconciling your books, looking where your money was spent, analyzing your financial statements so that you can give it to your prof the professional mm -hmm. to go ahead and get your taxes done as business owner because you want to get those K-1s out so that you can file your personal taxes because it's a little bit of everything when you got a S corporation or you're in a partnership, then you have to do your personal tax return. So you want to start getting your documents together as well as working in your business. This is working on your business. Yeah, and you probably want to consider, if you've been doing them on your own, you may want to consider having someone professional do them for you, especially since we've been going through COVID and there were so many grants out there and so much loan money, this, that, and the third. A tax professional can help you, you know, work that out to make sure that everything is filed correctly. And the thing about it is all tax professionals are made equal, I, I, and I have to say that. Um, and we were just talking about this the other day. Some of some of them are MSUs. You know, they they making stuff up. 
and you want to make sure that you have a competent professional that understands idle money is a loan. Right. Idle money is a loan. If you got the supplemental or the advanced portion that is a grant, that's included in income. So just make sure that your tax professional understands what monies you received. And I'm sorry, if the PPP loan, well, I'm sorry, if the idle idle money is a grant, if PPP, if you applied for forgiveness, that's another thing, you have to apply for forgiveness. It's not automatically forgiven. It is not. You have to apply for it. Once you apply for it, it turns into a grant. That's correct. It turns into a grant. Grants are taxable are, 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 are income to businesses. And the SBA is doing very well with that because you are able to go to their PPP forgiveness portal and do your application and they keep you in the loop the whole step. They let you know that first of all, they receive your application. It typically takes from two to three weeks. They get back to you and say, okay, your application was approved. And then they send you another email saying, we've actually mailed the check to your to the bank that gave you the money. So you know that you don't owe that bank any money because SBA has paid And them. keep your documents. Keep your documents, people. Know how you spent the money because they have up to seven years to come back and ask. That's right. So, so under $150,000, you don't have to show any documentation when you do your forgiveness application. However, you need to keep up with those receipts because within the next seven years, they have the right to pick up the phone and call you and say, hey, you received this PPP uh, grant. What did you spend the money on? Can we see the receipts? And, and you have to show them. And you have to show. And the thing about it is, I would, as always, if you have if you have a business, you have a business bank account, um, just keep your documentation. Yep. Keep your documentation. Then you had to do your tax return. Keep your documentation because documentation beats the conversation. If I can show you, I got the money. I spent it on this. This is the supporting documentation. It's an easy conversation. Right. It's a hard conversation when you are MSU. You making stuff up. Right. And then if you were uh, lucky enough to fill out your idle loan in December and were lucky enough to to meet the first approval round, the next thing they're going to do is they're going to ask you for a copy of your 2019 taxes if you have good credit. And they're going to ask you for another form, uh, 2202. So make sure you have access to your 2019 taxes in a digital form and make sure you have the proper software to fill out the 2202 to show them what you've been spending the money on and what your monthly bills are for your business. So, like I said, it's different rules for people with different credit reports, but people with A1 credit, that's all they need to show. Others may have to show a little bit more paperwork. So just please have everything together. Well, the biggest thing is they're winding up the program. We, we don't know what's going on because we're still in COVID. We, st- we sure we are. are still in COVID. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, monitor how you are spending the money. We don't know if other funds are going to be available. I know there's talks about other things, but... Monitor how you spent your spent the money. Keep documentation. If you're talking to people about it, just you know, just you know, um, did you, are you monitoring how you spent the money? Mm-hmm. Just know how you spent it, and go to a competent professional so they can see how to allocate the money on your tax return. Loans are not income, but if it's turned into a grant, it does become income. Monitor how you spend the money. The money. The money. The money. Yep, you should. Now, changing conversation. If your company is interested in doing business with the government and you want to get into government contracting, the SBA is having a free webinar on January 27th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is 11 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So you can go to sba.gov for more information if you are interested in government contracting. And if you are interested in government contracting, make sure you have your DUNS number. And you also have to register on a um, SAMS. 
What is the Dunn's number, Leah? The Dunn's number is the Dunn and Bradstreet number. What is Dunn and Bradstreet, Leah? A number that you have to have. <laughs> who, is Dunn and do Br- who is Dunn and Bradstreet? I don't know who Dunn and Bradstreet are. Can you explain are. that to, I don't to know our who, listening just, audience? Honestly, the Dunn and Brad, what is a Dunn and Bradstreet number? You're looking it up. What is a Dunn so, and Bradstreet number? Basically, in layman's terms, just like uh, Equifax... Like a social is, security number. Is, is your, for your personal, you know, credit report, you know, you can pull your Aquifix or your TransUnion or anything like that. Well, Dunn and Bradstreet is the same thing, but it's for businesses. So they keep a record of your business and whatever type of business loans or credit that you have. And they tell other business creditors that you are worthy of receiving credit. Really? That's what they do. That's what they do. That's what they do. So you have to apply for a Dunn's number. And so, most businesses normally, um, when you set up, you normally, well, you can apply for a Dunn's number. Yeah. And, and check and see, you might already have one based on some of the other loans that you might already have. Because several loans, you do have to have a Dunn's number. And I do know that for one grant or loan I applied for, or I did it for a customer, uh, they actually uh, called Dunn and Bradstreet and told them and Dunn and Bradstreet gave them their number. So yeah, if you, if you receive the PETS grant, you had to have a Dunn's number in the in the, in the state of Nevada uh, called uh, Brad, Dunn and Bradstreet to make sure that you had a number. FYI. I don't know if you knew that or not, but they did. <laughs> Got it. Got it. I think that just that's working on your business, not working in the business. And we talk about like, you know, having different relationships and things like that. You need to have a relationship with your business. You sure should. You need to have a relationship. Like you need to know what the EIN number is. You need to know and and the, the different attributes of the business. Like, you know, you know, your wife or your girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, you know, different attributes about you. you need to know how your business functions. You know, what makes what what makes you money? What you know what you do? You need to get to know your I mean, we spend time get, getting to know your business. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what? What? how do you market to bring customers in? What works and what doesn't work? How do you bring customers in the door? How are you spending your money? Yes. How are you spending your money? How are you saving your money? How are you saving? How are you paying you? How are you paying yourself? Are you paying yourself? Are you paying yourself? They say you should pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. Yes. And your workers at the same time. Right. <laughs> if you have but a let us get, But let us get paid first. <laughs> let us get paid first. <laughs> or at least put some aside. Right. So if you make a dollar, make sure you get at least 10 cents of it. Yeah. Make sure you get at least 10 cents of it. That's only fair. It's, hey, you did the work, right? You did the work. You did the work. It has been an amazing... Twi- I, well, I had an amazing 2021. I actually am... Um, Learning, do, doing a lot of personal development stuff too. That's fantastic. Doing a lot of personal development stuff. Had a, since being in COVID, things are kind of, you know, have to be home a little bit more and really learning to enjoy my house. That's wonderful. Really learning to enjoy my house, doing a lot of reading and, and catching up and watching TikTok. Have oh, you been watching TikTok? I haven't been watching TikTok. I've been really busy. You've been really busy. I haven't had a chance. You haven't really had a chance. Okay, so talking about advertising your business and I'm watching a lot of professionals do these 30-minute clips mm-hmm. and really promoting their businesses on TikTok. Mm-hmm. You know, I know um, Instagram, I think, is another one. You know, I feel like I'm old because all, 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 every time I turn on, look look at the stuff, I just get overwhelmed because there's so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching people build their businesses on social media. Some people can do that depending upon what services they offer. Hmm. So what services can do that? 
That's a very good, good question. question. Like hair salons. Well, what do you see on TikTok when you're well, watching? Well, when I'm it? watching it, I see a lot of therapists. Really? Yeah, like I'm watching therapists talk about different relationship issues. Um, getting a whole bunch of likes, just having controversial stuff. You see a lot of silly stuff too, right? <laughs> that thought, makes you laugh. I thought there was a lot of videos of people dancing and having a good time. That too. Okay. I see that too. Okay. But every once in a while, I come across, you know, just some some good stuff. Okay. And I'm like, okay, tick, TikTok, really, it's, it's engaging. Well, the thing is, is that if you have a product that you want to sell to uh, a younger demographic, that's where you'll find them on TikTok. Because the younger folks have left Facebook. Uh, they're teetering over on Instagram. They teeter on Instagram, but they have absolutely left Facebook and they're absolutely on TikTok. So depending upon whatever services your business offer or whatever products you sell, you may want to take a look at TikTok. If you are, if your demographic is a younger demographic. Correct. Okay, so Facebook Correct. is for the old people. I didn't say that. Because we slow to change. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said that there is a group of folks who love Facebook and they haven't abandoned it yet. That's haven't what abandoned I said. it yet. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I don't even know how to use Facebook. You don't? I, I know. I, all, all I know is how to open it up and then hit like on, on. You know, you hit like when you like something and you maybe type a comment in. But well, that is my extent. That is how Facebook. you use it. Oh, that's how. You, okay, I mean, so I got it. You got it. But no, when people posting and and taking. Well, you know, I'm I'm just learning really how to use the phone to take pictures and I. You know, oh, you don't know how to use your phone, take I, pictures, and post on Facebook for your friends to see. It's hard. You have an Apple, don't you? No, I have a Galaxy. You have a, that's Samsung Galaxy? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that's the easiest thing to do is to take a picture and add it to your Facebook page via your phone. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. And I said it out loud on the radio. No, I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. And I try, because if you see me post something, just know that took a lot of effort. It took a lot of time and a lot of effort. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Like, you know, so when, that's when people take pictures and I'm on their picture. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll share that. There you go. <laughs> Real easy. Just share it. Yeah. Just share it. But no, it's being a business owner, I can tell you that working on my business, especially I work on my business and my schedule hard in November and December mm -hmm. to get ready for the following year. Mm -hmm. And January through October, I spend most of my time working in the business and just tweaking the plan that I set in November and December for the year. Right. And I've noticed now I've been doing that for about five years and I've seen the growth in the business. And that's one of the tools you have to use. And I think we discussed this last year. We said to all the business owners, Hey, stop and think about where you want to be in 2022 and 2023. Stop and think about what every quarter, how much money you want your business to make. And then stop and think about what systems can I put in place to make sure that I make that amount of money those quarters. That wasn't on this radio show. Yes, it was. Was it? Mm-hmm. We, we did discuss this. We Actually, we've discussed it a couple times, but we absolutely discussed it in November of last year. We discussed, okay. And we, and we touched on it in December because we wanted everybody to be ready. You know, we didn't want everybody to just take off on the holiday and eat a bunch of turkey and steak and stuff and not think about what are we going to do next in our business, you know, because there are some businesses that are thriving, you know, some businesses did thrive through COVID and then there are some businesses who are trying to hang on, but you need to have a, a system in place for wherever you are in the business realm. And just know that it can change. And it can change. It oh, can, it can change. change overnight. It can change overnight. Just got to keep on pushing. Got to keep pushing. Got to keep pushing. Got to keep marketing. Got to keep promoting. Got to keep networking. All those things that we discuss all the time, you have to continue to do it because you are working on your business by doing those things. But the other side, too, is you have to understand your product. You do have and to understand your if your product is obsolete. If it's old, like right now, you can't sell DVDs. You right. are not selling DVDs because yeah. everybody's streaming music. That's so right. you have to know that you have to understand if your product is relevant. And then how do you shift and change to get to 
to get into what is up and coming and just be aware um, of, of your competitors. Yeah, you, know? you should. And if you had a chance, I hope you you, you stepped into the CES uh, convention that was here the first week in January because they gave you a lot of information on all the new technology that is coming up uh, here in the United States and worldwide. So if you're a techie person or if your business uses technology, hopefully you were there to see all the new things that were coming up that could, might be able to help you with your business. So CES was here. CES did did take place. It yes. did take place. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was a hybrid. They had some stuff online and then some stuff in person. So, you know, it was it was cool. You know what's important, though, when you are when you are a professional or you are um, just joining associations, like mm-hmm. if you're a notary, joining a notary association, mm-hmm. if you're a, a, an attorney, the um, the legal associations, accountants, the accounting associations, so that you understand what are best practices in your industry, what's changing and what's going on. And you go to go to conferences. Yep. Conferences are actually good ways if you are a printer. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's a printers association or something, and I'm sure they have a conference to talk about the different printers and how to be more efficient and effective in your business. And don't just get caught up in this bubble where it's just you. If you are a therapist, I'm sure there's a therapy association. They have therapy conferences, going to conferences, networking, meeting different people, hearing what people are doing around the country, um, joining groups. And Some, don't forget to have your mentors. And, yes. And and your professional folks to help you with your business, your lawyers, your accountants, your CPAs, your doctors, your bankers to have your squad around you at all times and to check in on those people. Don't always just call them when you have a problem. You don't blow their phone just up when you have a problem. Yeah, I'm good at just, texting. Just call and say hello. I'm just thinking everybody. about you. Or send a text. Hey, just thinking about you. Hope you're doing well. I even write letters. That's really nice of you. I do. Man. I write letters. I do. I write letters until I'm thinking about you. Hope all is well. Yeah. So that way when I call, they know. That. <laughs> they know it's, it's not, serious. <laughs> well, well, think, well, the thing about it is, is that you kind of try to touch people people that are in your circle mm-hmm. at least once a month yeah so yeah. it might not be a long conversation but it could be a text hey you know just thinking about you hope all is well right but just want to touch people just so that so I'm, i know for me being you know being a homeowner and those of us that are homeowners you know it's stuff goes on in the house all the time so you got to have another squad you got to have people <laughs> And I, when I first bought in my house, like HVAC was something that was, that was real. It was, I had no clue. Met a guy that was HVAC. We built a relationship. Mm-hmm. And as by us building a relationship, he was telling me different things that I could do to maintain my system. Mm-hmm. And just in general conversation. And I started doing it and I started saying hi every once in a while and things. And one time I had a real issue and I was telling him about it. And he was like, you know what, Lee, I'm going to come over and I'm going to help out. And he did. Mm-hmm. But it was just touch and base. Yeah. Nothing. Didn't want anything and didn't realize that I was building, you know, just the equity and the right. relationship for him to be able to. Or when people call me, I have an accounting question. All right. I'm, I'm listening. Come on, shoot. Let's go. Right. Exactly. I can help out. I can answer the question, mm-hmm. but it's relationship equity. Right. That's it's relationship right. equity. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. It is. It's huge. So list out, it's January, you're working on the business. List out all the professionals you need. Mm-hmm. You know, like the marketing person, mm-hmm. the accountant, the attorney, the insurance person. We talked about insurances. We sure did. And I told you the first person, the first bills I pay is always the insurance. That's right. I always pay them first. Mm-hmm. And Every year, I have a conversation with my insurance broker about where we are, where I need to be, because a lot of things can happen during the year. That's right. Home value can increase. Car value can decrease. 
So we're analyzing all of my insurances to see, am I getting the best rate? Is, are there some things I need to change? Were there any major changes in my life? Like when my daughter went to college and moved out the house. Well, I didn't realize for a while I was carrying her on my insurance and I didn't and I didn't need to. Right. But had I not had that annual conversation and when I was definitely sure that she wasn't coming home, I was like, okay, take her off. Right. We no longer need to insure her. <laughs> right. She's not here. She's not here. <laughs> she has a DC driver's license. Right. Not here. So having those conversations continually and it's not it's not hard it's just consistent mm-hmm. and just thinking outside of the box building building the relationship mm-hmm. having good relationships yep that's a beautiful thing we must have them people and don't forget network 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 and there are people doing networking over zoom your network is your net worth that's right that's your right work is your net worth didn't you just do a class with the urban chamber of commerce I did. I Tell did us cl- about that. Okay, so I did a class with the Urban Chamber of Commerce, and we were talking about business. And they wanted me to come in and talk about a tax portion, but I kind of wanted to talk to business owners because they tend to get a lot of people just starting their business, and they really don't know what they they don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. So we started the conversation, dialoguing about number one being intimate with your business Mm -hmm. who is your squad the same thing we just talked about you know Mm -hmm. who is your banker who is your attorney who is your accountant and people that are credential Mm -hmm. you know because anybody that's an attorney you can go to the Nevada State Bar and look it up to see if they're there CPAs the same thing enrolled agents you go to the IRS website you can see and credible dealing with credible professionals and my MSU was my new thing for this, you know, people that are making stuff up and just knowing the difference between dealing with a credible professional and someone that says they're credible and then you can't find them. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing your business, knowing the attributes of your business, like what makes your t- your business tick? When are your when are your peaks and mm-hmm. valleys mm-hmm. in your business? Because sometimes you might have a busy season. Right. Sometimes it might be slow, but just being able to analyze and understand what it is and having that conversation. And we were talking about basis. Mm-hmm. If you have an LLC, a S Corp, there's a thing called basis in your business. Um, a lot of people don't have a clue. Don't have a clue. Are not they get their returns done, and the basis is not calculated. And the basis is basically your investment minus your distribution, and then your net income or net loss for the business that year is added or subtracted from your basis. And you need to know what your basis in your business is, especially if you have partners, you know, mm-hmm. with the partnership percentages. So we had that conversation and we talked about, oh, God, we talked about so many things, but mostly it was about some basic things as a business owner, you know, talking about, you know, you have this product. What if you want to go public? Mm-hmm. What does it take for you to go public? Mm-hmm. Let's start to have the conversations because it is possible. Right. There are certain things that you have to have in place in order to go public, mm-hmm. to have an IPO. Don't be scared of the conversation and don't shy away from it. Right. Get the information and mm-hmm. understand what you need to have in place in order to do an initial public offering. Mm-hmm. Having those conversations in different communities to let them know, you know, the money is out there. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to do the work and you have the product, you just have to have the right people around you. Right. And the people around you that know how to get it done. Watch, you know, watch, listen, learn. Don't know it all. The angel investors are out there they for are the out there. right, for the right people, for the right, for the right, for the right business and the right product. For the they right are there. product, they are there. So yeah. 
we had conversations about that and it was so funny because I asked I did ask um, Delisa I love Delisa Urban Chamber of Commerce um, she's the manager there now and I'm asking Delisa I'm like okay they put up a yellow sign because I'm a Toastmaster too mm-hmm. they put up a yellow chart so all my Toastmasters out there you know yellow means that you sh- should stop and I was like okay so I, I gotta speed up and I'm all you know I finished the presentation and afterwards I was like Delisa how did I do she was like well at the point that you were 25 minutes on a 10 minute um, presentation I was like oops she said but Leah everybody was engaged and because we were so engaged and we you were you were giving us so much information we didn't want to stop the presentation because everybody was engaged and I'm like got it she was like and we want to take everything you were talking about and break it down into different into part of our ducks in a row series so that we can um so that we can educate our 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 business owners because education seems to be sometimes what's missing yeah even though we say the same thing over and over again education's what's missing that's right well thank you You. for tuning (sighs) in today to let's talk with lee and Rhonda on kunv we today is saturday it's nice go have fun have fun have fun have Have fun fun. have a great weekend we'll see you next time all right Bye. bye You have been listening to a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you heard do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education.